This episode of Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs, is sponsored by Hamilton Law Firm and is intended for general educational purposes. It's for fun. For specific professional advice, reach out to any one of us. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stay relevant and ahead of the curve in technology and your industry. Hi, I'm Aisha Hamilton with the Hamilton Law Firm. I'm Josh Irons with River Avenue Digital. And I'm Jason Meyer of Meyer Business Law. And I'm Elisa McCabe of First Steps Financial. We're all bosses, and if you're running a business or a team or running your own career, then you're a boss too. These days, we're all entrepreneurs using our wits and enduring creativity to stay nimble and to turn whatever we've got into success. Aisha, Josh, and Jason and I all run companies that help other bosses with different aspects of their enterprise because entrepreneurship is our passion. And this is Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs. Today, we're going to be talking about staying relevant. And staying relevant can reduce your risk of being laid off or if you're downsized, make it easier for you to find another job more quickly. It also puts you in a better position for promotions and raises. And when you master new and valuable skills, you increase your market value, not only internally, but to your clients. To stay relevant, you have to embrace continuous learning, both for yourself and your team. As an entrepreneur, if you aren't constantly listening and learning, you'll get left behind and others can capture your market share. And today we're going to be talking about how to educate ourselves, others, and to keep up with the flow of information and technology. Okay, let's get to it. So I am really passionate about this conversation because our company is really focused on education. We're all a bunch of accounting nerds. So we have in-house continuing education each month that everybody on the team presents different ideas. So everybody on the team brings different things. And I also, I belong to a women's business book club and we uh, give talk about these great books that we're reading, Good to Great, and talk about what good ideas that we're getting from that. And we also go to conferences twice a year now that we can. And I think learning from your peers has been really instrumental in us staying ahead of the curve on what's happening in the industry. I also tend to talk to other people, and I actually want to ask you guys too. I talk to other people in other industries, and I ask them what their best practices are. And then I try to apply them to accounting and bookkeeping and see if I can manipulate them to work for us. And the more that we can learn the newest and best and most efficient way to do accounting work, the better we can serve our clients and become more valuable to them. So it's the top most thing that we do in our company. So I know, Aisha, you have continuing education that you have to do to maintain your license. But what else do you do besides that? Because you're a business owner too. So I do. And I will tell you, I talk to colleagues like you and Josh and Jason to sort of get ideas on and noodle through problems I might be having in my business to say, hey, how would you handle this? But in addition to the continuing education stuff that I do, I have a tip that I actually picked up from you, Elisa. I've implemented it differently, but you subscribe to a lot of online resources that send you newsletters, that send you information. I know you're part of the NJEDA newsletter and you you get all of this stuff to keep you current in your practice. So I realized, boy, 
I can do that too. So instead of me hunting this stuff down, I get news alerts from the New Jersey Supreme Court and the U.S. Supreme Court and the appellate divisions that dump new cases into my mailbox. There there are cases that are in my practice area. They form the basis of the blogs that I write because it's new and interesting material. But also, I get to be current with issues in my profession, which then help me with policy decisions I make when I sit on, I'm part of the board of trustees for the New Jersey State Bar Association, as well as the Mercer County Bar Association. And you get to think about bigger picture issues that I think help me professionally. They help me serve my clients. They help me explain to my clients why something can or cannot be done. So I I find that kind of dialogue and analysis just makes you a a more well-rounded, more educated advocate for your, your customer base. That's awesome. Jason, same question to you. So what do you do? I mean, you obviously have the same thing being a lawyer. You have to do continuing education. But what else do you do? Yeah, and I actually I have a double whammy because in addition to the required continuing legal education that I take as a lawyer, I'm also a certified compliance and ethics professional. And for that certification, I have to take additional continuing education credits, not all of which qualify for continuing legal education. I'm getting a lot of formal stuff that way. There are a few sort of other sources, I guess, that I would highlight. And then Aisha picked up on a key one, which is just conversations. Just, you know, really seeking out, seeking out conversations to be a part of, looking for networking situations where it isn't just, hi, this is my card, virtually or real, bye, you know, but where I'm actually going to learn from people and maybe they want to learn from me and the networking groups I'm in sort of stress education. It's the era of the podcast. It's also, I think, I'm really relying on the fact that it's the era of content marketing, that there are all kinds of organizations, trade associations, for example, big law firms with really big budgets that are just pumping out pretty decent quality free information. And I try to pick and choose those sources and take advantage of being in those loops and and getting their alerts. But the other thing that I guess I would point out as a piece of advice is I have been in the content business straight up as an entrepreneur. I've run radio stations, magazine companies, and publishing companies in my career. And there's a fundamental truth, which is people tend not to understand how much good content costs to make. And really good content is discounted in value, but there is no substitute for it. And the last couple of years really proved that, that finding clean, objective, reliable sources that are really working at the information they develop is critical. So I have a few sources that I happily pay for, and and I would advise others to do that. Like, find the best trade association for your industry. Find the two general news sources that you totally depend on. Find people who do real reporting, real objective reporting, and rely on them and pay for their services to keep them in business because you need them. Hmm. That's really interesting. I never thought about a paid service. Aisha was saying, you know, I get a lot of newsletters and tons of information from my industry, but I never thought about a paid service. Well, you know, if you belong to AICPA for CPAs, if you belong to (laughs) a bar association, if you belong to AMA, a bar marketing association for Josh, you know, whatever it is, that costs money. But part of what you're spending money on is 
the quality of the information they're giving you. So that's one kind of Oh, that's so funny. I don't know, good general journalistic sources that are doing real reporting. The Atlantic, for example, <laughs> I have some bias. They're nice, hardworking young journalists there who need a paycheck and they provide good value in return. You pick those sources. And then a lot of industries now, and this is a growing business, and I actually have clients in this kind of business. A lot of industries now have premium newsletters, have newsletters where you're paying hundreds of dollars a year for a subscription mm-hmm. that is pure business intelligence, that is like, you're hearing about this, you know, maybe you're hearing about it two weeks ahead. Maybe you're hearing about it a week ahead. Maybe you're hearing two levels of detail that you're not getting from general news media. And that can be complete gold for an entrepreneur. Hmm. You know, I we belong to the AI CPA. We belong to the New Jersey CPAs. And I never looked at it as like a paid service. Obviously, we have to pay to be a member, but that's really interesting that I... Never thought of it as a paid service, but we do use it for that. We use them as a great resource. Now, Josh, you have a totally different situation because you're in an industry that is changing daily. You have social medias changing, algorithms changing, how people perceive brands. How do you stay ahead of all of this? Just to jump back to Jason's point, I mean, I charge for content all the time, so I get it. That's what we do as a marketing agency. But I mean, a lot of it is reading. A lot of it is staying up with the the latest and greatest and consuming data from the main sources. So what Google says, Google does, and we follow what they're going to do very, very closely because they kind of control a little bit of everything. (laughs) Um, When it comes to social media and content overall, what I always say is, as long as you know your audience you are way, way ahead of the game. So really focus in, understand who your audience is and what really makes them tick. And we have to put ourselves in the shoes of all the different industries that we work in to really get a, a good grip of, of that audience. I just have a, a funny little anecdote that I, I use sometimes. Um, so my son, he's four and a half years old. He'll be five in August. He takes swim class. So everybody's lining up for class and the instructor comes over and says, all right, who's excited? And my son goes, I'm very excited. I just got a new Roomba robot and it it cleaned the entire living room today. And I I was thinking, I was like, how embarrassing. But Ari, know your audience. (laughs) These people, they're excited about swimming. Oh, (laughs) I love it. But that's the same for us. We really have to know an audience. And then we are able to stay ahead of the curve and we are able to speak to those for those brands. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. It's a buyer's market right now for information. There's so many sources. Um, It really is. But but that also means you can, I think you got to sort of relax and say, I I have the source, you know, there's going to be plenty of stuff that flies by and I'm not going to pick it up. I just can't possibly pick up all of it. I can pick up the ones that work for me. I can pick it up in the style that works for me. And I'm not going to, if I'm doing something, I'm doing something. I get information overload sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think Josh makes a really great point, right? So I'm I'm a current client and user of River at Avenue Digital. And I will tell you, they spent a lot of time with me trying to understand who my target audience was, because that is the bottom line. I'm putting out content that I'm writing, right? I am designing it for a particular audience, but they have to know where to place it. And so if you are the content creator, you know, we've talked a little bit about sort of content consumption, but if the, if you're the content creator, you need to be with somebody who knows where to place it. Mm. And, you know, our sort of general scattershot attitude of do it yourself is not the, the best use of my time. <laughs> 
hire someone who knows how to do it. Yeah, putting the time in up front and really getting a good understanding of those audiences is, is critical or else you're kind of just shouting into, into the wind. Yeah. We'll be right back with our boss moves after our sponsoring member, Hamilton Law. Hi, I'm Aisha Hamilton, the principal at the Hamilton Law Firm. We're located in Princeton, New Jersey, and represent clients all across New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania. In particular, we represent employees and their claims against their large corporate employers, negotiating separation packages and employment packages, and as appropriate, bringing those claims to court to hold employers accountable for discrimination and retaliation. We also represent small and medium-sized businesses and protect them from claims by their employees. The Hamilton Law Firm is pleased and honored to support the Bosses for Bosses podcast. Thank you for joining us. And we're back with our boss moves. So Aisha, what's your boss move? In honor of Shark Week, be a shark. (laughs) You got to keep moving, right? You cannot stagnate on your information. I think in all of our industries, yesterday's news is yesterday's news. Nobody cares. You've got to keep moving forward. (laughs) You got to keep moving forward or you're going to die. I love it. That's right. (laughs) Jason, what do you have? I I don't know. I got visions of Sharknado in my head now and I can't get them out. My boss move for the week is, is beware the echo. It is so easy, especially in this information environment, to wind up in your own echo chamber, whether that's, you know, of political persuasion or that is your narrow industry focus and your friends. And the thing to remember, in fact, here's a hint, really good discussion of this in a recent episode of the AI Nation podcast. The thing to realize is your social media sources of information, which are very valuable, have huge gobs of computing power working to put you in an echo chamber. So you only hear the stuff that confirms what you believe. But as an entrepreneur, that's poison, right? Because where the new idea is going to come from. So I think the remedy to beware the echo and to keep from being caught in the echo chamber is try to cross-pollinate. Look for good sources of information that are maybe a little outside your industry, where, if I may say, like this podcast, you're hearing from people who do something different. And maybe they bring you, you know, and often I find it's that those places where I get the information I could really use. When I ran a legal publishing company, my favorite thing to do was to find the employment law case that talked about intellectual property in a way that the intellectual property lawyers hadn't heard hmm. and bring it to the intellectual property lawyers. Okay, well, I mean, right. that's, that's my own completely wonky example. Hmm. But you, you got to look for sources that are outside and that's what will give you the entrepreneurial edge to make a jump on a trend that the other people in your that are your competitors haven't heard yet. Hmm. All right. Josh, what do you have? I'm going to say that no conversation is a bad conversation to have. And and I don't mean respond to the guy on LinkedIn who says, oh, we have a mutual people in common. Let's let's set up a meeting. <laughs> I mean, like, Elisa, you introduced me to gentlemen last week and the conversation couldn't have gone better. I learned a lot. We hit it off and we're going to start doing a lot of stuff together. And their perspective was a lot different than my perspective. And just listening helps a lot. I'm with you on that. My boss move is read, 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 and make sure you talk to other people. So same thing that everybody else said, continue to talk to people, talk to your peers, talk to people in other industries. But the thing I love about the book club that I belong to is that we're reading, we're reading the same thing and we get so many different perspectives on that 
one idea. It's incredible. And it really is helping helping everybody expand their experience and keeping everybody relevant in the group. Thank you so much. You guys had so much good information and we're going to have lots more good information in our upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening to Bosses for Bosses, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you and we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can just email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs and learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create, and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.